0: Legal <laughs> Council, we are back after another week hiatus. Um, Jack was in Hong Kong, no sorry, Jack was in Thailand spreading the rugby league gospel over there, um, taking Legal Council Asia Oceanas premier rugby league podcast to the people over there growing the game and um, genuinely just gallivanting, taking many holidays as you do. How's it going, mate? Back in Melbourne.
1: Yeah, good. Oh, it's, yeah, it's all right. Back to um, the grindstone, but yeah, bloody good. I mean, I really enjoyed uh, last weekend's round of football. I um, managed to watch quite a few um, using the great... Uh, WatchNRL.com dot com it is phenomenal anywhere you're in uh, overseas whether unless you're in New Zealand the Pacific Islands or Australia you can use um, uh, WatchNRL.com dot com. I got the twenty dollar um, weekly pass mm-hmm. which was pretty good. So the best part of I found because I didn't watch a couple of games, I didn't watch a few of the games live because looking after the kids and that. But like Roosters Rabbitohs I watched in bed when everyone else was asleep and it has this like plus fifteen second thing. You know, mm-hmm. when you're watching a video, plus 15 seconds, it's mm-hmm. brilliant because I watch the Roosters-Rabbitos game in about 50 minutes because every time like there's a penalty or it goes dead or there's a penalty, go, you just go plus 15 real quick just to get to the action. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of a, a mate of ours, Kerry Barris, Keza we call him, whose old man actually watches um, all the games of League of the Weekend and fast-forward just so he can sort of understand, because he, he doesn't, he's got like other shit, he's, he's got time other poor. hobbies like golf, yeah, so he just watches it fast forward, it takes him 25 minutes to watch a game on fast forward, but you still see the um, the pattern of the game, and, and who's dominating etc, you know?
0: Well, I mean, where do I start, there's just so many things to sort of pick apart there, what you have and haven't done, and um, Russell Crowe, also a massive fan of Watch NRL app, he's always tweeting, how good is this app, when really? he's obviously watching, yeah, because he's watching from the hey, States. Me. Um, yeah, brilliant. Speaking of <laughs> wa- watching games in fast forward, I quite often, um, during the NFL season, you can um, watch the condensed highlights of a game. Yep. So yep. what they do is they package up the games and just go from play to play to play. So you can watch a game in like about 23, 24 minutes, which so many yep. people criticise criticize the you know, NFL for being long and drawn out. And then talking about Kez's old man watching in fast forward, Pretty sure I've mentioned on the show before that my mate Def's old man used to watch movies in Fast Forward and could claim that he got the whole plot. And then, So if me and Def got out um, a a video back in the day, we'd watch it the night before and then he'd get up early in the morning um, and he'd watch it in Fast Forward and he'd ask you to quiz him about the movie and you could never get him out. Because maybe you just pick up things in Fast Forward and he'd sit there with a cup of tea and watch it in about half an hour.
1: So. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I thought it was a bloody good, um, and in fact, I've got like that Fox down now. I'm actually gutted they should have that because there's obviously big games I'd want to watch live because there's nothing like live sport. I, I get shit scared nervous even if I'm in like Burkina Faso mm. and I'm not watching like a New Zealand Australia uh, League Test mm. that I could be at a beer at a pub like in the middle of Ubududu um, in Burkina Faso. And if I'm not watching it live, some guy will go, did you see that? Oh. So oh. Just be so good. That That is the worst you could do to a man, isn't it? Like, if they're, if for some reason, can't, watch, which doesn't really happen much these days, but well, in the past, if they have to wait for the replay, and you tell them the result.
0: Four Nations final um, in Thailand on the honeymoon. I'm taking a boat across to the accommodation on a little island. Yep. And... I've got my phone in my hand, and the game kicks off, and the WhatsApps are flowing through. And I couldn't get an NRL stream, I remember, at the time. So I actually set up Triple M and listened to Dan Ganane on the radio and listened to the Four Nations final in Wellington 2014. Me! Me! That's right. (coughs) Um, And that was when the Kangaroos scored quite late in in the piece. Ben Hunt threw a big forward pass. And yep. they scored in They're the corner, and then they almost went again to tie it up in the corner. But they called that pass that probably wasn't forward. For wasn't them, so. agreed. Um, but anyway, uh, so back to let's go. So you so you watched a bit of league. Um, were there any other sort of um, benefits of that watch NRL app? Any other sort of little features that were good? That um... I
1: think it's good that uh, you can also just watch the channel, so you can get all like the league life and all that. So I watch league life. Um, what other? Uh oh, they had um. What else did they have? Oh, the other yeah. I mean, I think I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on the show. Fox League could really improve themselves. Like if you turn it on on a Wednesday at twelve thirty, mm. they're just gonna have a replay of the game, the weekend's game, mm. right? Even yeah. at midnight or like three a.m. on a Tuesday morning. What? Like, there's so much league around. Mm. Like like the Papua New Guinea local league. Mm. Like, why not just show that? Surely they don't have to pay for it. Like, people, imagine that. You just had that in your office at the idea. You just had Fox League on 24-7, and a client comes in at, like, I don't know, 11 p.m. on a Thursday, and, like, Leigh Garokas versus the Port Moresby Vipers are on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen that um, Facebook? There's about a three-minute video going around. Yes, they gave um, me the
1: idea. How good is it? Oh,
0: that is rugby league. But it reminds me of when you're just saying just constantly going on. There's a a channel in the States called ESPN Hardwood Classics. And it's just vintage NBA games from like the 80s and the 90s. So just great games and they're always on. So every time you sit down and you just know you're going to see a cracking game, which, in my opinion, there's a real market for. But have you seen the Michael Innes hosted show, The Greatest? The
1: Greatest, yep, yep, yep.
0: That's that's what we're talking about, aren't we? That's proper...
1: League. yeah they need to do like they need to do like four greatest a week sort of thing because remember I was on a pub with you in Melbourne once and we watched West's play somebody on remember that or was that your Christmas do, do... <laughs> and we had west's and so it was like 998 western suburbs versus Parramatta. pararammount not they're brilliant to watch
0: that was that Christmas do was in November or December and it was snow yeah, can
1: you remember watching that game yeah. on the TV at the pub and you going on about Harvey howard all English
0: international. That's right. What did Harvey yeah. Howard do? He went to the Broncos, didn't he? And Tigers. Yeah, Broncos.
1: Wests. Nah, did he get him to Wests, Tigers? There's Wests and some that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and then he went out to the Broncos. I think he's quite a glamorous signing, but he wasn't one of those yeah. English players that kicked on. Speaking of English players that's um, potentially going to kick on, what do you think of the John Bateman signing?
1: Um, I, I don't know. I mean, he's definitely a good footballer. He's being talked up quite well by Wayne Bennett, who knows his footballers and, and is coaching by the England setup. He is small. Um, he's really – he's a tough little uh, guy. He's brought up in, like, housing estates in Yorkshire, like stuff that we wouldn't even dream of. Mm. Just tough. I, I don't know how he'll go. Just that size thing worries me, but do, I think
0: – Do you think yeah. maybe he'll fall victim to the Tom Burgess curse, the, the curse of the English back? Tom Burgess is in the back. Uh sorry, uh fuck. Who's the, who's the Burgess winger? Not Joe Burgess. <laughs> sorry, the curse of the but Joe he Burgess. Actually,
1: just as soon as he announced he was going back to he England. started he to come watch.
0: good at the Bunnies. Cuz he left the Roosters, didn't he? Halfway through the, like halfway through the season the Bunnies picked him yeah. up.
1: Yeah, but that's but, not a bad, like, for your OE, you know, you're backpacking through Australia. I heard you, I played for <laughs> Rooters and Buddies in one year. Make me in Sydney but, while I living mean, in a little flat in Coogee.
0: I, 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 do you reckon that there's a um, – there's a. so today they released – or I was actually – you know, you're on a website, and at the bottom of the website you've got, like, those sponsored <coughs> shit fucking clickbait headlines, yeah,
1: <laughs> and, yeah, you yeah. Click,
0: and you click on them. And I just, fuck, I don't know what it's doing. I was just sort of having a brief respite from work, and I might have been reading an article. And I clicked on, oh, the the Pentagon finally released some photographs after 50 years, classified photographs. <laughs> and there's just all these, like, Roswell and old, you know, conspiracy, um, Cold War oh, stuff. Oh, on and,
1: those shitty, like, websites. you yeah. we get one, and it's going <laughs> to click
0: through. Yeah, and you can never find the next button. And do you reckon that there's a like some classified contract between Super League and the NRL? That if anyone, it's like called the homesick clause, and it's both like both leagues let you use it. So if anyone who is like, if it's an English back in the NRL and they've got a three year deal, but they claim homesick, they'll send them straight back to to England and vice versa. So Ben Barber's pulling out the homesick clause, you know, James Seguiaro, Todd Carney. Every single person that's over in the Super League that decide either they've got a sniff of a contract or they're just sick of the English winters, they just go, I'm homesick. And then no club makes them fucking pay for it. There must be an agreement, surely.
1: Well, it's that thing like, um, do you want a guy playing for your team that doesn't want to be there for a million dollars a year?
0: Well, I'm, I'm of this volition. The first two weeks, right, quite disruptive. And they're like, I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to go home. You're going to be the hard cut, comes down and goes, you're not, you're playing two years, and they'll get over it in two weeks, and they'll start playing footy. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, the homesickness thing for me is a bit, but culturally, I I think...
0: Is homesickness even a thing? Like, I remember I used to laugh at people that, you'd go on school camp, some fucking doofus would get homesick after like a day over a three-day camp. (laughs) You'd just tell them up, wouldn't you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I think it's cultural, like, Pakeha white males, we aren't that close with our families, like, we like to get True. away from them as much as possible, whereas if you're a, a young moldy kid, um, or Polynesian man, like, so like hmm. you just you just miss your family, you've already had eight kids, by 28 or something, and, hmm. you know, you miss them when you're having to live in Hull, and they're back in uh, Brighton La Sands. Well, um,
0: speak, speaking of homesick, you're Benny y- y- Barber. Um, f- famous esport player, player, um, Call of Duty player. He's looking at it coming back, and the Sharks are saying, we don't need you. We, we could if we would. Name the club, gun to your head, next year, Benny Barber's running around, who's he playing for? Manly. No, they've got the Turbovich. Ter- the Taborovic. Fuck, I'm five listening eight. to you too much. Taborovic. You're playing with 5'8". <laughs> oh, that's disgusting, well, Benny Barber. Oh, the, yuck. Maybe not.
1: Gee, that 2012 season he had was incredible, wasn't it? I have He was the Daily end Player of the Year. The you know when when you talk about peak years for players, yes, it was 2012. Was it was peak, uh, wasn't it? I mean, he, he was, was he it all right, didn't he? He
0: was he was at that Mullins-esque um, stage even, of a fullback's life, a 94 Mullins. Yeah, right Where you moment. get the ball on your own in goal, and yep. you can genuinely run the length of the field, and it's almost expected. I yeah, mean, also
1: called 2010 Dugan,
0: uh, Headgear Dugan, or pre headgear Dugan.
1: Headgear off. He'd Dugan. Just he, players could not tackle him on first, the first
0: attempt. Are we? Are we? Could you? Could you say maybe that 2018 RTS? Are we seeing something develop in front of our eyes here? He hasn't dominated. Has he?
1: I mean, you're calling him out as a deli. Uh, it's a medalist. certainty. You're kidding. It's locked. It's done.
0: Far uh, yeah. out. I think, well... Damien Cook is the favourite. Kalen Pong is the second favourite. And Sheik is... So you've got $2.50 Damien Cook, Three fifty, Ponger. $4.00 RTS. I, so not I, I think RTS stable. is going to poll... He's got a total of nine possible points the next three rounds.
1: I almost think if if a guy playing well for your team, you probably don't give him as much credit, like because you almost expect it. So maybe I'm you know, just got my blinkers on a bit because you almost expect them to be doing this.
0: Well, well, you but know, I mean, his
1: meters run; he, it wasn't over three hundred, and then they um, readjusted it no, 288 8 Well, depends what stats uh, scenario you're looking at.
0: Well, the NRL.com dot posted it three three eight.
1: The oh, thing is, right,
0: as as we've said, that the, the Daly M's are an absolute joke. And what the Daly M's thrive on is a narrative, right? So this little RT, no one else is getting talked about the Daly M apart from RTS. So the last week, people were starting to say RTS, Daly M, right? And there's this, you know, the stories are coming out. Oh, no, Warriors finished higher than ninth. Brent Webb finished ninth as the highest ever Warrior performance. Oh. Steve Price finished 10th the What year was AM. that? 2008? Three. Three. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, the people that vote are so heavily influenced by the media and narratives. And the fact that Kalen Ponga is in second place speaks for itself, because that is the most ridiculous thing oh, no. I've ever heard. That's he, a joke. This is, you know, Ponga, ir- rate Unbelievable talent. And people are going, how good is and stuff. And then I said to someone the other day, I was like, who's better, um, Roger or, um, and everyone just said, Roger, apart from one person, was like, oh, I think Ponga is which, is, which is a big call. But I said, not only is Roger better than Ponga now, he was actually ahead of where Ponga is when he was 20. Like, Sheik won a comp on the wing when he was 19, I believe, and then when he was 20, he led the whole competition in metres at 2015. Like, Ponga's doing all right, but he's not really, like, has he had that great a season
1: Are you there? Sorry, sorry mate, I muted myself a bit then. <laughs> the question is no. He Yes, it is. But one thing, Sheikh was in a really good team, so he mm-hmm. was helped out by that. Definitely. And again, the other thing was actually, Roger Torvesa and Sheikh is born on the same day as me. Um, the but the degree. other thing, yeah, quote, good memory. And, but Sheikh uh, was going to say, oh, I forgot what I was going to bloody well say about him. Shit, that was going to be... Oh, yeah, came on Ponga in origin. You could see
0: that, his that, class. No, that, I was about that, to say the same thing. That really, yeah. really impressed me when he came on at origin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and
1: that's, and, that's when the cream rises to the top, right? Yeah,
0: and I don't want to bag Ponga because I think he's going to be one of the greats of the game. But right now, he's getting talked up way too much. And he's no... He's not showing any more flashes than he did in those one or two off games for the Cowboys in the last couple of years. And that's what annoys me is that people have waited until he's got to Newcastle and gone, wow, wow, wow. He is who everyone thought he is. He's brilliant, but he's extremely overrated for what he's actually doing. Um, and I thought he was in pretty fucking average on Friday night against the Warriors when he was up against a real test for him in, in RTS. Yeah, and uh, look, 2008
1: was brilliant. He really was.
0: Anyway, we've, we've already, someone had a massive go at us for saying that we talked about the whole history of a Dragons-Warriors game um, about their last show, which actually went on for 11 minutes, talking about the history of those two clubs, so we're not going to go into too much depth. Who the uh, fuck said that? Frank Corey. Oh, at he, least he's listening. Big bunnies man. Loves his bunnies, loves his legal counsel, always calls the show, and... Um, calls at the real most inappropriate times. Um, <laughs> wants to talk league at about midday um, on a Tuesday. So um, really, I haven't seen Frank for a while, actually. No, he's, he's out in uh, out in Dubbo running a meat oh, company yeah. out there. So shout out to Frank, Big Bunnies man. Hopefully, we see him coming to the Big Smoke and watch a lovely one Bunnies semi final.
1: before we move on from this topic, mm. Ben Barbers actually got some Afghanistani in him.
0: What is that um, Kobayashi or whatever his name was? He was half um, like Japanese and half Torres Strait Ooh. Islander, eh? Um, uh,
1: Gihemet Shibasaki. Yeah, Shibasaki. Yeah. So I actually did some research on that. So did I. He's a. Uh, there was Japanese pearl fishermen on mm. Torres Strait Islands um, in the eighteen hundreds, and then there was Japanese um, prostitutes that came down. So he's either the. A from a heritage of a Japanese pool diver or a Japanese prostitute.
0: Well, I mean But who have some
1: indigenous in him too, mate me, what a good mix.
0: And he basically made his debut last week and has been dropped subsequently after one game. Um, by I Wayne Bennett, I'm who did you hear what happened last night? So this
1: barbecue thing it was The barbecue. Have you have yeah, you well, know what happened?
0: It. No. So what happened was Paul White, the CEO of Brisbane, was having a yep. do, and apparently it was non-compulsory. But no players, apparently led by Darius, who is the son of Wayne, um, he led all of the players to boycott that and just turn up unannounced at Wayne's house to have a barbecue.
1: And hold Wayne, on, hold on. Start again. Paul White has invited everyone around yep. to have a
0: barbecue at his No, no, house. no. I don't know if it was a barbecue, but it was an engagement.
1: Engagement. and for then the club. Darius is like... Fuck you, because the they yeah, want that... to get
0: rid of... Because they want to get rid of Wayne. It's common knowledge. He's well, gonna... White does.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but Darius gonna... wants him to stay.
0: Yeah, because Darius, A, is cooked himself, but B, he is attached to Wayne's hip. And how did this all get out of the media? Uh, I mean, fuck. The rugby league is a gossip sport. It's it's It, it thrives on the shit. And then Wayne came out and said, you, look, I didn't... I could see what was happening. Obviously, I appreciated it. And... We had a wonderful time, enjoyed each other's company. Now, I'm going to go on record right now. That barbecue and this internal dispute at the Broncos is going to do one thing and one thing only. It's going to propel them to beat the Bunnies tomorrow. That's my big bet of the week. Get on the Broncos. No, AJ.
1: How the the Broncos are in a position like they are. They are a glamour club.
0: Look at the talent they've got.
1: They need to be, if they're not a top four side each year, Something's wrong So I can't see Wayne Bennett Lasting beyond this year They are shit, like They have no one Running the cutter That's their problem
0: Well hang on They've got Some of the biggest Fucking swinging dicks In rugby league Running the cutter
1: What Cody Nicarima Oh you're talking
0: about On the field Off the field I'm talking Yeah Because I'm just How did they let
1: Well They let Ben Hunt go
0: Which is That's fine I mean look at Ben Hunt Right now they, They're not missing him
1: no, what about Ash Taylor?
0: You could say they're missing him. I, I think he's extremely overrated again. I, I don't see him, see him amounting to anything other than... Brisbane should have the best halves
1: in the country. They've got such a huge junior base. They should take their... Pay. I mean, Tana Boyd, I think, has signed with them. So he might... He'll probably be playing first grade next year. What position's he? He's half-back. He's like mm. the next um, Alfie Langer. Hmm. Um, so I think he'll be playing next year. Yeah, I think
0: saw... and Milford, they'll have one in every eight weeks. They'll go good together, won't they?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, for a glamour club, they're not pulling their weight.
0: No, they're um, they just that's but they're so jekyll and Hyde. They like, they're so brilliant one day and fearful. Like you, you see them when they when they're cooking at Suncorp on a Thursday night. I reckon that's their night, eh, the Thursday night. Um, they are fearsome. And then two weeks later, they'll turn up at fucking Homebush and get flogged by the dogs. Correct.
1: That's um, just, it's just a, yeah. But they should you, get, uh, do you reckon they could get 40,000 there tomorrow night? Because buddies have a big uh, supporter base up there.
0: Yeah, your going up.
1: I think, I was talking to one of my mates who's a big crowd man. He gets 35,000. He gets 35, reckon they would have got 45 as a Friday night.
0: Wow. Yeah, well, look, I, I think that I think the Broncos win, and it's just one of those things. Rugby league works in funny moments so and sort of cycles. So the bunnies
1: lose two in a row.
0: It wouldn't surprise me. The bunnies finish with the. Um, let me just pull up the draw here. They finish with the Tigers, which will be a definite must-win game for the Tigers, right? Yeah. So let's just say that the bunnies lose this week versus the. Broncos, Broncos playing two twenty five. Yeah. Then well, next week, yeah. the Bunnies have got the Raiders at GIO. Now you got not to say an that, easy but, game. not an easy game, but you got to say they'll win there. And then they are a home to the Tigers at ANZ on a Thursday, which will be a
1: bet. That'll be a very important game in the scheme. Well the of... Tigers
0: have to win that. Yeah. Now there's a there's a lot at stake with with the eight, but I actually think that it's pretty much the four. I can see just who the ease of the draw. This is how I see it. Roosters, rabidos and storm, even if the Rabbitohs drop a couple, I think their four and against is just too strong that they'll stay in there. I think the Panthers are actually in a little bit of a crisis right now. They don't look good. People say that, oh, they can win from anywhere, they can win from anywhere. Manly, Canberra, and the Gold Coast Titans, who they've come back and beaten the last three weeks, that doesn't impress me. They've got more talent. Look at the
1: Dragons. They came back and beat the Eels round 16, Mm. and you could tell something was wrong.
0: Yeah. um, So I think the Panthers are in real trouble of falling out of the top four. I think the Dragons are so cooked that there's no way... Matt Dufty came out today and said they're going to finish in the top four. They'll be lucky oh, to win another game.
1: Matt Dufty should sign for Super League already. He's 12 months away from Super League.
0: And I heard of Ossie and I love Vossi. <laughs> I love Vossi dearly, but he came out, uh, actually in the Parramatta game, and said he's a superstar of our game. That's the, that's the most exaggerated and that's misdirected exact. comment I've heard in rugby league all year.
1: He shouldn't even be talked about in the same breath as a Shui Vasa Sheik or a Bonga.
0: The only breath that he should be talked about are the two Nathans that I continually get him mixed up with. (laughs) Stapleton and Gardner. That's his. What
1: happened to Nathan Gardner? He just (laughs) fell off the face of the earth. He had that awesome try, remember, against the Roosters at the SFS.
0: Oh, what a try. He bet like 13 people. He (laughs) He was a rich man's Jared Samet, wasn't he? <laughs>
1: was, it, was Jared Sammon still playing in England?
0: He's was I think 28? Playing for the, um, the, the Lee Centurions And he's still got that Justify your existence tattoo on his <laughs> chest But spelled wrong
1: <laughs> Oh Gardner what happened to you Four <laughs> years ahead He we Na- played West Tigers
0: Nathan, he Nathan Stapleton was a decent First
1: grader I reckon Hang on Nathan Gardner doesn't play for the Tigers Now is he Who's that new guy? The Tigers. Who do you mean? There's a Garner that plays for the Tigers. There.
0: No. Are you thinking of Jordan Rankin? Played last No. I'm there? thinking of. Oh, what's his name?
1: Luke Garner. Sorry.
0: Oh, okay. Back to back to back to the eight. I'm going to go Roosters, Rabbitohs, Storm in any, in, in any order. I'm going to go the Sharks, who have got a fantastic and. Very easy draw to win the next three.
1: All I want to know is, can the Warriors make the four? What percentage? No, they can't.
0: Even if they win all three, they can't. 20. It's quite high. I see it like this. Roosters, Rabbitohs, Storm, Sharks. That's the four. Yep. Then I see fifth and sixth, Warriors and Panthers. Then I see seventh. An eighth. Broncos, Tigers, and I see the Dragons missing out of the eight. Oh,
1: come on, don't be an idiot. The Dragons still make the eight. Okay, I just so cannot see them.
0: They're on twenty eight points, Jack. They, they play have to play just win one more game, they'll do that. No, no no. They play the Tigers this weekend at Like That is what
1: a game of football. What a what a rugby league game that will be.
0: That's on a Saturday afternoon at three PM. No, 5.30, isn't it? Fuck, it is at 5.30. Which is going to mean it's going to be a little bit dark. Well, that's all right. And that will be the biggest crowd that they get all year. Yep. Tell you what, the Tigers at seventy five. <laughs> that is overs. Cute
1: man at 5.80. Oh,
0: God. Did you see <laughs> them play the Eels? Yes, it was just brilliant to watch. Do you know that in the last seven weeks, now let me pull this stat up, and I'll read this out to you. The stat attack, round 17 to 22. Games, sixth. Ladder position, 16th. points conceded, 16th. Opposition yardage set, 16th. Missed tackles, they're doing pretty well, 8th. Completion rate, 14th. Dropouts forced, 16th. Seven tackle restarts conceded, 15th. The Dragons in the last, from round 17 to round 22, are last in almost everything. Now, why and how can you tell me that they're going to win any games for the rest of the season? I'm going to go through their games that they've got for the rest of the season, okay? Tigers, and you tell me what you think is going to happen. Tigers at likeout.
1: Dragons just.
0: Oh, with Kurt Mann at 58.
1: Nah, uh, No, maybe at Ryke. Eh? Tigers and Golden Point. Hosting the Dogs at Jubilee Oval. That should be their saviour game. That's their saviour game. That's their saviour game.
0: Now that gets them to 30 points. And then going up to the Hunter to play the Knights, the frisky Knights. Again, Kurt Mann at (laughs) 6. Yeah,
1: okay, so they finish on 30.
0: Okay. So then if they finish on 30, let's see what the Tigers can do. Because it's all around the Tigers. The Tigers have to pit them. So the Tigers get on to 26 points. They beat the Dragons this weekend. Next weekend, the Tigers have got... Who have they got? They host Manly at Campbelltown. On a Thursday night. Thursday night. What do you think? <sighs> I think Dragons make the eight. So you think Tigers lose that game in Manly in yep. Campbelltown? They lose one of their last three. So that takes them to 28. And Dragons, you reckon, win one of the next three? Yeah, I think so. So, so anyway. I mean, you, you can't, uh, I guess we get back to the moral of the story is the, the eight and is almost, you can't pick the order. I mean, that's the, what I love about it. Theory, saying
1: we've got a twi- the Warriors have got a 20% chance of made the four. I'll take that. I've got a case of fucking beer on it.
0: I Yeah, I actually fucking did that. After we were 5-0, and o, I bet someone so, quite substantially that we'd make the top four.
1: And even if we worth? win all
0: three, we get to 34, it's not a bloody gimme because I think the Sharks win all three too. And then it's just around um, points. To the thing, you,
1: know, you don't know.
0: we still have hope. Yeah, good call. Um all right, back to observations. We sort of talked about round twenty-two. What did you say? What did you say? Something you want to talk about? The weirdest player Paul Gallen played first grade against. So I was
1: just thinking about this the other night when I was lying in bed. Like, if you do look at that six degrees of separation game, right? How, what's the shortest way you can get back to one of those guys that played in the first first grade game at Birchgrove Oval? Mm. So, Paul Gallen made his debut in two thousand and one. I think he played about three games or something. Mm-hmm. And I had a look at it and I thought who was the guy that then played the earliest? And I think it was Jason Taylor. He played his first first grade game in ninety one. Mm-hmm. So Jason Taylor's basic So you can look at it this way. Gallon has played against Jason Taylor, who played against, I don't know, some guy from the Newtown Jets maybe, or mm-hmm. Phil Blake. You hear about it that way. But I was trying to work out the weirdest guy that you th- I looked at like who who he played against And the guy I sort of came up with who I thought was the weirdest was
0: Colin Ward. Prop for the Dragons, played in at least one grand final. He definitely played in the '99 grand final against the.
1: um... He was at Wests by that stage. Uh, No,
0: no, I would have thought. No, you're
1: right. He did. He did. He did.
0: Yeah, he did, didn't he? He played against the Storm.
1: That's a good effort that Paul Gallen has played with Colin Ward. Is that one of the weirdest? You reckon?
0: Mm. No, I think you could have done way better than that. I mean, uh, are you saying played with or played against?
1: Played against. Sorry.
0: Um, no, I reckon you can do way better than that. Like, think of think of the fucking head cases that have come out and played it, and the and during Paul Gallen's Gallen's career, right. Dragons. Here we go. Luke Patton, Jamie Ainsco, Paul McGregor, Sean Timmons, Nathan Blacklock, Anthony Mundine, Trent Barrett. Fuck, just marinate on that back line.
1: I oh, know, and they still didn't win the premiership.
0: Fuck, that is strong. Then, Craig Smith, Nathan Brown, Chris Likevold, Lance Thompson, Darren Tracy, Wayne Bartram. You'd have to say it's a pretty weak four pack. Yeah. Um, Then the bench is exceptional. Craig Fitzgibbon, Rod Wishart, Brad Mackay, and our man Colin Ward. Now, I always remember watching the great Mark Coyne, who was injured, watching from the sideline. Um, And it was always that, that game was to celebrate because Wishart, Mark Coyne, Brad Mackay... And maybe Nathan Brown, maybe that was too early for Nathan Brown, the uh, three of the greats were retiring. No, Paul McGregor. Those four, those greats were retiring after that game, weren't yep. they? Um, and then I'll just quickly rip you through that Storm side. Robbie Ross, Craig Smith, the namesake. So there was two Craig yep. Smiths in their grand yep. final. Um, he now uh, uh, runs the sports try.
1: shop on the Sunshine Coast.
0: Does he? What one? Yep. The Storm Smith.
1: Yeah. No, the one on the wing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Aaron Mool, Tony Martin, Marcus By I mean, that's a f- to have Craig Smith, Aaron Mool, and Tony Martin in your back five, that's horrific. Yeah. Then Marcus Byt starts getting better. Marcus By, Matt Gaia, Brett Kamali, Glenn Lazarus, Richard Swain, Rodney Howe, Stephen Kearney, Paul Marquette, Taura Nikau, and then the infamous bench, Matt Rua, Russell Borden, Ben Rorty, Danny Williams, coached by Craig Anderson, and co-coaches for the Dragons. David Waite and Andrew Farrar, the merge club. They couldn't oh, fucking decide who yeah. was going to coach them, so That'd they merged be. their coaches as well.
1: Was that pre or post Chris Anderson? It was post Chris Anderson the
0: heart attack? No, it must have been pre. I thought he had it for the ruse, didn't
1: he? He did, so he that would have been... a little been... heart
0: attack for the ruse. Yeah. He died of a heart attack, didn't he, in the end? No, he's still alive. No, nah, he's brown bread, you're died right. A couple, yep. Died a couple of years yep. ago. Um, So... You want to talk about captains, we talk about co-coaches. Why not have one? Totally agree with you. Well,
1: yeah, we're going with five. But no, I've actually, you was thinking about that during the week, that maybe there's a theory now to have, I mean, being a captain these days in rugby league is a difficult job because you have to do all this bloody media work and deal with, like, the media and the uh, press conferences. I was thinking about having a captain that is basically the captain on the field. And then having another captain who's maybe the good looking one who's on the wing can speak properly, who's basically just has to deal with the media stuff and just tell the uh, media that he's captain, but on the field, the actual front row, a tough guy, is making the calls. And then, I oh, don't know, yeah, just 20k, <coughs> wiggle salary because he has to do a bit more media um, things. Well, what do you think about that? I
0: like it. An on field yeah, captain, quite, yep. a, you know, lead by example. And your off-field captain, for me, make him just a member of the squad. Like, just a guy that's just, like, your smartest player. The guy that really, you're not even sure if he's going to play in RL, but he speaks so well, it's almost like thumbing your nose to the Like a politician. And he comes in and talks at the end of a game, but he didn't even play. (laughs) (laughs) He warms up with them. Warms up. He's in there. He always drops off the, um, you know how they, they trim the bench? he's always the guy that gets trimmed off the bench and then does and then talks next to the coach so he's sitting there next to Mary McGregor and saying you know the the boys and they'll ask him questions like what do you think happened after the 38th minute mark when you get that try I reckon that's great at
1: least just remember it
0: yeah (laughs) that's great Um, don't mind that at all we did miss last week's show and we did miss the great William Slater who I can't let my personal feelings about him and him as a person who I'm, I'm not a major fan of, but I've come to appreciate Billy, and I was challenged the other day after sort of maybe knocking him a little bit to say, who's the best fullback of your lifetime? And I think it's actually not close. We haven't had that many brilliant fullbacks in our lifetime, have we? And William Slater stands so far above every other fullback that we've had in our lifetime. I mean, I was trying to think back to... Um, You know, you had your sort of early 90s Hoff, Brasher, Brasher. you know, Gary Connolly. Mullins, again, um, 94 Mullins was good. 94 Mullins, but, you know, the sustained period of, obviously, um, of Slater was as enormous Brasher um, into, you know, Lockyer, who his fullback career, um, I think, matches Slater's. But then he played so much of his career after that at six. You know, would you say fullback Lockyer or fullback Slater? Slater had a long period. Test didn't he, at the match,
1: top. I'd take in a big, uh, big match. Lockyer, I'd actually so take Lockyer. So would I. Because he just got the job done, whereas we know that Billy's got those mistakes that is um, his
0: arsenal in, for a big game. I think what Billy's been able to come back from and from injury needs to be documented, and the fact that four years ago, you kind of almost wrote him off. I mean, I think also when we're talking peak seasons, peak Minichiello was pretty special before his back injury, wasn't it? I mean, he, the Yeah, that was, gap. what, 99? Or maybe nah, 02, 03,
1: 04. Yeah, mini, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, When they were making their grand final run, he was pretty special. But such a small period of time. Yeah. Um, and... I think Slater, what he's come back from those pretty horrific injuries, and then what he did in this Origin series. Now you can debate whether he was the man in the series or not. He came in and game two, when it was pretty on a knife edge, he was fucking good. And game three, obviously, he was really good. Um, Slater. No, he wasn't. Game three. He just got the award, but he wasn't actually that good. I reckon he was brilliant in Game 2 when he came on and they lost. Yeah, he was, but he won
1: Man of the Series, remember?
0: Oh, I know, but, I mean, that's up for debate. I just think his performance in those games. He came on in Game 2, and I thought he completely sort of just... He did. He, he did agree. His presence was just, yeah, something out. Um, the one thing with Slater that no one really talks about, in and, and game's big moments, if you attacked him and put him under pressure... Notably with the high ball, he actually had quite a few clangers and big moments. The 2008 World Cup final, 2010 Tri-Nations final, um, a couple of semi-finals or finals matches. Um, If you really attacked him, he did have a big error in him, but I don't think you can take away from his status as one of the greats. Um, And he's clearly a loved player, isn't he? He is very cherished by the Australian public, and you can't really get away with saying... um, too many bad things about him but one thing i will say fucking grubby player very very dirty he went through that period of his career when he was leading with the legs you know when you used to try and save a tackle and kick the ball out save the try yeah, yeah like he, that he,
1: he, his peak throwing his legs to save tries was 2008 42 deal
0: yeah so he did that often he then is just renowned for just sort of coming over the top with an elbow to the face. And I think in origin, it's yep. you're allowed to get away with that stuff. Everyone does it. But um, Slater comes across as a real clean skin. But I think him, Kronk, and Smith, the big three, actually all of them low-key, very dirty, cheap, grubby players. Wow. Yeah, I saw Kronk live. Um, earlier this season, Warriors Roosters, and I was shocked by what he was doing when he was losing. He was just taking it really badly and he was resorting to a couple of real cheap dropping the elbow in tackle. Um, did one to Isaac Luke um, and then Isaac Luke started pointing at the scoreboard. Um ready, Anyway, William, William Slater um, made me think of when we're talking about peak seasons and reverting to a guy, well, we were trying to Come up with people who the Dragons would sign to replace Dufty, and the name Kevin Locke got thrown around. And I was just starting to think back to 2011, 11th. when yep. he had his peak season, where there were people, and most notably, they were on the side of the other side of the Tasman, talking about how he was at that run towards the finals after Slater, the next best fullback in the comp, yeah, and. He basically never was able to recapture that form, was he? It was so short. He was always hyped as a good player, and then finally made it um, for a small period of time. Twenty twelve, I think he was okay, but injured. And then they bought Sam Tompkins in two thousand thirteen. Yeah, he they started playing lock at dummy half, and then he was basically gone. Went over to the UK, got tanked up a lot. um, Played in the two thousand thirteen World Cup. As um, Josh, yeah, And Rothman, he was our starting fullback. Yeah, only, only took over from Hoffman halfway through the tournament. And then, boom, gone.
1: It's actually a sad story. he's struggled with drug and alcohol addiction. He's married to. Some netballer, A right? netballer? Mm. Yeah, Chelsea. Australian. Mm. uh But yeah, I, I'd like. So he could do stuff with the football you'd only dream about. He was a phenomenal. He made his debut with the Warriors in 09 and then, yeah. He played really well, and he used to back up really well. I remember he scored a brilliant try off Maloney in that 2010 semi against Tigers. Remember?
0: Mm, I know that one well. Um, just running I at, up the bit. was at that middle. game. Mm. Um, Where do now? I just wanted to just tack back to the Panthers, right? So they had that big again. What we missed last week was the coaching merry-go-round. Now Trent Barrett's come out and said he's quit. Who the fuck would want Trent Barrett as a coach? I oh, know. Like agrees. good, good to see. I'm glad to see the Panthers have come off and hosed down like speculation that they're going to sign Barrett. Um, they may as well keep Serraldo if they're going to try and sign Barrett. Do you buy the Panthers? Like, no matter how much talent they're, at, can you see them doing anything in the finals, or
1: Panthers, do you just see no. them
0: scraping in? I, I've no, I've seen this many a time. You, you can't. I don't so, have faith in them. So they could be one and done. It's, for me, you've got a window in a premiership, and the last sort of three or four years, Panthers have had such a collection of talent, such a bad injury toll. There is something in the water out there, as you've said many times. They need to be inspecting who the doctors are out there. Never have I seen an injury toll what the Panthers have had over over a number of years, consecutive years since the. Have Ivy they had? Era.
1: Did they have the
0: um, Cougar out there? He has. He has shown his face out there. Is there a club he hasn't worked for? Do you reckon the dingers that he's putting out of the bum bag are, are crook dingers? Maybe <laughs> maybe they haven't got that much calcium in his dingers, and their legs are just breaking because they're getting a lot of breaks out there. They are. Maybe it's the altitude. Yeah, I don't know. Something is a mess out there, and they just—I can't buy it. Eh, I can't buy them just coming back and beating bottom three teams. Doesn't doesn't get me fired up. Um, But then again, once you hit the finals, anything can happen. Um, Okay, doing what we like to do, looking ahead, we sort of covered the Broncos-Rabbits Thursday night. We're starting, this is the business end of the season. We've got got great games here. Now, we go from a blindinger of a game, Broncos-Rabbits on Thursday, to an absolute bludger of a game at Lotto Land. We're going to get under 5,000 people here. The Manly Warringah Seagulls are hosting the Titans. I'm not even going to talk about that. Why,
1: okay, why the hell would you even play that at Brookvale? Take it to bloody Yamina or something where people yeah, are actually turn up.
0: Well, Whatever. the stupid thing is is that, I mean, both teams, they're not going to draw a crowd anyway. But if you go to Manly on a Sunday afternoon, you always get a good crowd, don't you? You should yeah. just—you don't play Manly on a Friday night. Is that um, the pub game? It's there at the pub game. Oh, God. And someone actually said today, um, the Oracle on Twitter, who's who's a bloody good follow, um, good league man, he said basically the only way for the pub game to really survive ratings is for it to just be consistently be the Warriors play on the pub game because it's perfect for the Warriors. Because his point is that if you're an away fan, you cannot get to across town. If you're a city, you can't get across town to, to watch it because you just can't leave work that early.
1: And we do play a lot of uh, pub games. Yeah, I
0: mean, our next, two of our next three air pub games.
1: Jeez, I don't know. I like a Sunday afternoon game. I know. Throw the ball around in the sun. Storm Eels.
0: Storm Amy Park.
1: I might go, actually.
0: Don't rule out the Eels getting close.
1: No, no. come on. The close. Eels in the they last won't. six
0: weeks have actually been half decent. Knew they'd come, right?
1: That Hayden's played good footy.
0: No, he's not. He, this is. I watched that game, right? And people were saying how good he was. He scored three tries where he just put the fucking ball down. <coughs> I know you. He's paid to score tries. I know, but is is the Parramatta Eels offering him a new deal? That's just ludicrous. Fucking wait to the end of the season. Don't sign him now. Wait to see what interest is out there. No one else is going to fight you for Jared Haynes' signature. No one else is going to run to sign him. They get barber, and that's the kind of shit thing that the Eels do.
1: <laughs> 29-year-old is a long way away from peak.
0: They are... Signing Jared Hain is just fucking Just cut the cord, you idiots.
1: Who is the peak player this year that won't be around next year? Or the year after? Dufty?
0: Yeah, Dufty's strikes just really, really um, sticks sticks out for me. Um... Who else?
1: Jerome Hughes? He's not really. Woody Valo, I thought, was going to fall down. He's sort of Victor recovered. Redley? I'd hope so. God, I hate Victor <laughs> I
0: love him. He's a crocodile. I don't like him. Uh, i tell you who was peak player last year. was Michael Morgan, and he certainly has had a shit year. This yeah. Year. Right. But he's been injured, I've been told, from a reliable source. Panthers hosting the Knights Panther Stadium. You have to say they get that job done. Yep. In the Tigers, last minute? Yeah, I don't know. Tigers host the Dragons. Talked about that. It's going to be a cracker. Sharks host the Cowboys. Disappointing that Talmaloa's out of that game. Sharks at a dollar thirty-six. Again. So what's
1: wrong with JT three?
0: He put a big fucking shoulder into Ugh, who was it? Oh, who was it? it was someone. It Maybe. Yeah, explain. Um, Dogs host the Warriors at ANZ. Two o'clock on a Sunday. Little bit of a banana skin game there but um, it is. I know. you would like to think the Warriors get home, but we've seen them two, three weeks ago turn up to the Titans in a similar kind of game, get flogged. No. I think it's different. I think those two wins the last two weeks. They've sort of got a little bit of the monkey off the back, so you'd like to think the Warriors get home there. Raiders at GIO to the Roosters. They've got nothing to play for, the Raiders. Should be a Roosters win. And then Great. it's... Pretty much the only real upset I'm, calls, I'm calling is the Broncos to beat the Rabbitohs. I don't consider the Tigers to beat the Dragons an upset. On Good to hear. Form, on current form, um, any sort of league sightings from you in Thailand? Any jerseys that you uh,
1: saw? Yeah, I saw one guy the doggy's shirt at the resort. Uh, oh, I saw a canal shirt too at the market I went to. Um, yeah, not much. Yes
0: no random south guy no i didn't see a random south guy um so all the coaching merry-go-rounds who's actually going to end up where like who's actually out of a job
1: uh, neil henry's at the eagles i've heard that on very
0: good oil if they if someone's getting neil henry what's the point um i mean he's been shit at the raiders he was half shit slash shit at the cowboys he just, was I diabolical.
1: I just the difference between him and Matthew Elliott. You're going to get the same result.
0: But why not, as um, I heard someone say today, why not just go to someone, a young coach, an up-and-coming coach, an unproven I mean, coach, you know what Neil Henry is. So, who does Justin Holbrook coach?
1: Quite, uh, just he's like, uh, Salford or St. Helens. Helens.
0: Is, so who did? He, who's he from, um, who's he from, yeah. when did he coach over here?
1: Was he in Queensland Cup?
0: He's been touted as a really good young coach. Or the
1: area, I think.
0: Now, what about this? If Barrett goes, should Manly bring back Des Hasler? I think if they're going to bring now, back someone, would it be should be fucking, two V. No. Uh, or TV I
1: reckon, okay, there's a bit of a debate here, but fuck, it's just weird going back to a, someone that's fired. Yeah, I find that really weird. See, yeah. I, I, if Cleary goes back to Penrith, he
0: won't. He won't. But he's
1: not posing it down.
0: Well, he's saying he's singing out his current contract, which is the end of next year.
1: So then he's going to Penrith. No,
0: I don't know. I think so he, far? He I'd like to see him bring um, Nathan to the Tigers. I hate Nathan Cleary. Well, how?
1: It's he's a golden boy.
0: I love him. His jaw I don't is like just. Fucking I like halves. Chiseled out of granite. Nah, no, I like halves like AJ Brimson. He's a fucking good defender, isn't he?
1: Brimson. I just like the way he plays his
0: football. Well, you know Tyron Roberts is coming back next year, one of our favourites. For who? Back to the Titans. It's a three year deal. Okay, they need him.
1: Oh, I just God, I think, I, Ashley Taylor's a joke.
0: He is. Someone said he's. I still hear him name being bandied around for Queensland. I think Ashley Taylor just—he—he he is fucking dog average.
1: I reckon if he put, if he gets signed to the I reckon he just wants to get signed to the Broncos, and I reckon he will. I reckon he'll be at the Broncos next year, and he'll play really well.
0: Trust me. Mm. Are the Titans ever going to be good?
1: Well, you told—I told you in Thailand while I was on the few beers. I told you what my theory is for them.
0: And I love the theory. Explain you it. You just to need us. to
1: rebrand them. Yep. So the Titans, what does what the Titans brand stand for? What the fuck's a Titan? Where was this, last time you saw a Titan when you're walking down Keviland? So maybe
0: maybe you rebrand them. So so go through your idea. Your idea. So is my
1: idea work. is to get rid of the Titan. They're just called Go Gold Coast. You need to be a courageous CEO, and all you do is buy the meanest players Among in the call. Bunk rules. Just start building your franchise around Manu Ma'u. And so you're my And look, you're not going to win premierships, but you're going
0: to get respect. I also want to throw you Andrew Fafida. And I also, I want want Zane Tedovano. I want Zane Tenevano there. I want (laughs) um, Joseph B.J. Leilua there. I want... You want Kida Scott? Yes, Dylan Walker.
1: I there to walk in there too. Mate, be just a, it's not going to win. It'll make the top eight, maybe the top four. You've got, to, you've got
0: to throw in there a couple of ex-real clean skins, right? Um, like a sort of golden boy. I reckon Clemmer because he could go either way and he just goes the bad way. Like Clemmer just goes from worse to worse. Um, throw in... Couple of real like, bad English counts, like some of those just real mate, mate. Jamie Jones Buchanan. And who's that big forward that has Bill Crabtree? Yeah, Crabtree. Um, Jack, <coughs> Wyden. Jack Wyden will glass someone. Todd Carney's maybe just hanging yeah, on to the him squad. In as
1: half, yeah, half you build yeah. your team around. And maybe, them we team.
0: Call them the, um, maybe we call them the Gold Coast Blazers. No, nah, just don't
1: call them the Gold Coast Blazers, <laughs> but just don't call them a fucking nickname and nicknames for fucking kids and no, that takes away then
0: you can away. call them so, the Gold Coast jailblazers re- yeah, you know,
1: people will call them the Bean 13 or whatever the media can give them a nickname but they're just the Gold
0: Coast can you imagine like Paul Kent like just coming out and saying after the first like you know and Greg Bird's assistant coach with Nate Miles like what? a couple of old classic Gold Coast bad boys yeah. um, <laughs> and tell you what I'll tell you who we are giving a contract to Paul Carter
1: Quote, and uh, that little – uh, who's that? Watts just – Anthony
0: Watts just Anthony come up. Anthony Watts is strength and conditioning, doing a lot of sort of um, martial arts-type training.
1: getting, like, the the Hells Angels or what they're called, the nomads to help with yeah. the weight
0: sessions and that. I'll tell you, we can also find a spot for Kurosami Ava'a. Dane Nielsen yes. can be our um, community welfare welfare guy. Um, oh, see. Who else is fucked up lately?
1: And I want you, to, and as I said, I want people that go on their holiday up to the Glitter Strip to walk down Cavill and really scared. <laughs> and just, just a bunch of three of the Gold Coast players okay. going to roll. Now,
0: now down. This, is, this is the main question for you, though. Who coaches them? Because I've got a fucking name in my head that's going to get the best out of them. Stone. Who? Stone. Who? Rick Stone.
1: I reckon.
0: No, I reckon Wayne Bennett coaches them. Because he'll just go, i just treating them like footballers. I just want them to go out there and play their natural game and just their natural aggression. He would embrace it.
1: And, the, and, and I said, um, uh, oh, and then I said three minutes before they run out, you know, like you get that sense of anticipation where like the cheerleaders are sort of just about finishing their dance and going to their spot. Mm. And the song that starts to play is... Bad boys, bad boys.
0: Yeah, good, good, good.
1: <laughs> Who's saying that?
0: In a circle. In a circle. Yeah. quite. Tane Milne. I mean, you're going to have to have a squad of sixty, aren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, but like they're not going to be expensive because they got all these criminal records. They have just want a
0: chance. Does do you think? Do you think Steve Matai can come out of retirement? <laughs> He'll just be defensive <laughs> coach. <laughs> the Gold Coast. I like it. I think you're really onto something there. I mean, that's the only way anyone can like. And I, I think there's one thing that we have to do. We have to rebrand those fucking god awful uniforms. Yeah. So, what colours
1: do you wear? I think black something in yellow. No, like black and white gel
0: stripes. <sighs> yeah, that's not bad. Well, just
1: what's a mean or just brown? Like
0: red. Reds are quite angry.
1: Yeah, red and black's quite angry, isn't it?
0: Yeah, we we'll have to think about that. We'll start a Twitter poll. Um, all right, we'll make we'll, we'll wrap it up there. We've got a We've uh, we've got on long time. So you're supposed to be going out in the Rogers School of Usa tonight, eh? Or are you just gonna just can that?
1: No, no, I'm going to put on uh, Fox League. See, can... oh, I wonder what's on the greatest tonight.
0: I just yeah, I taped the greatest the other day. I told you about. It. It There's a 2006 Tri Nations final. Oh, that was awesome. Well it wasn't awesome. We
1: lost, but gee, it was a good game of footy. That was a great game of footy. And that was Lockyer at its at its best. Absolute peak, wasn't it? Um and Frank Pritchard. And was Mad no I wasn't playing. No, no. We had Soyola and
0: Maybe it was Meadow. No, Maddow. it
1: was Meadow. Yeah, he took, he was making guess near. Hmm. I love those battles. Um mate,
0: big another big week. We'll be back next week, and we will be sure to post the Steve Vett's interview um, in the forthcoming week as well. So uh, look out for that one. We're gonna We're gonna try and do Sunday night. Sunday night, we're hopefully, for you. this this week. So and then anything
1: you want us to discuss, let us know. Gotta love your league. You gotta love your league. Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the NRL oh. My legal counsel Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the NRL My legal counsel Hits of the week and scandals on Monday A story from Jack about a urinal My legal counsel